It's Sunday, July 24th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. The expanding monkeypox outbreak in more than 70 countries is an extraordinary situation that qualifies as a global emergency. The World Health Organization chief said Saturday a declaration that could spur further investment in treating the once-rare disease and worsen the scramble for scarce vaccines. A global emergency is the WHO's highest level of alert, but the designation does not necessarily mean a disease is particularly transmissible or lethal. Similar declarations were made for the Zika virus in 2016 in Latin America and the ongoing effort to eradicate polio in addition to the COVID-19 pandemic and the 2014 Ebola outbreak in West Africa. WHO Director General Tedros Ghebreyesus made the decision on calling monkeypox a global emergency despite a lack of consensus among experts on the UN Health Agency's emergency committee. Monkeypox is an outbreak that is concentrated among homosexual men, especially those with multiple partners. WHO's emergencies chief, Dr. Michael Ryan, said the director general declared monkeypox a global emergency to ensure that the world takes the current outbreak seriously. In other news, a fast-moving brush fire near Yosemite National Park exploded in size Saturday into one of California's largest wildfires of the year, prompting evacuation orders for thousands of people and shutting off power to more than 2,000 homes and businesses. The Oak Fire started Friday afternoon southwest of the park near the town of Mid Pines in Mariposa County and by Saturday morning had rapidly grown to 10.2 square miles. Evacuation orders were put into effect Saturday for over 6,000 people living across a several-mile span in the sparsely populated rural area, according to a spokesman for the Sierra National Forest. By Saturday morning, the fire had destroyed 10 residential and commercial structures. Around the world, the city of Esteban in Iran was hard hit with heavy rain swelling the Rudbal River, Governor Youssef Kargar said. More than 20 people have died as a result. Floods in Iran have been worsened by droughts because rainwater is unable to permeate through the sun-baked earth. Mr. Kargar said several people visiting the riverside were caught by rising water levels. At least 55 people were rescued, according to Khalil Abdullahi, head of the Crisis Management Department. Iran is a largely arid country and has endured several droughts over the past decade, which have made the soil harder and more solid. Back in the U.S., the man accused of attempting to stab New York gubernatorial nominee Representative Lee Zeldin on stage at a campaign event has been arrested on a federal assault charge. A spokesperson for the U.S. Attorney's Office in the Western District of New York said after he was released on his own recognizance shortly following an initial arrest Thursday. The suspect was arrested Saturday and charged with assaulting a member of Congress with a dangerous weapon, according to Barbara Burns, a Department of Justice spokesperson. He made his first court appearance before U.S. Magistrate Judge Marion W. Payson in Rochester on Saturday, and the weapon involved was described in court records as a self-defense keychain. And, Tesla Incorporated is scheduled for court-ordered settlement talks in a shareholder lawsuit over CEO Elon Musk's 2018 tweets suggesting he had funding to take the company private. In a court filing Friday, a federal judge ordered the settlement conference via Zoom on October 3rd, adding to an already busy month for Mr. Musk. 
He also faces a five-day October trial in Twitter Incorporated's lawsuit, seeking to compel him to complete his $44 billion purchase of the social media company and a trial over his compensation package at Tesla. In the shareholder litigation, Tesla investors are seeking to recover billions of dollars in damages after Mr. Musk's tweets disrupted the market. U.S. District Judge Edward Chin, who is overseeing the case, earlier this year ruled that Mr. Musk's tweets about taking the company private were false and misleading. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.